All right, everybody, welcome to a special podcast. This is going to be a mini series, possibly longer. I'm not sure. We'll see where it goes. But uh, I'm going to be talking about different drugs and different experiences that I have had on them. Some of my most intense ones. I'm not, obviously, I'm not like a little meth head or anything like that. A lot of this is going to be, <laughs> well, as far as you guys know. No, uh, this is going to be essentially more along the lines of uh, edibles, uh, marijuana edibles, uh, mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms, uh, LSD. Those are the main ones that I'm going to be talking about. Today, though, today, uh, I've been teasing this, honestly, for a while. This is a series that I have really been wanting to do. A bunch of my friends have been asking me to do it just because they hear little tidbits here and there of my crazy stories <laughs> so uh I, I i feel like uh this is the time this is the time i finally have figured out how i want to do this when i want to do it uh so yeah yeah i hope you guys enjoy this little uh little mini series of me just telling some crazy stories from when i was a wild wild young youth all right so this one is going to be a mushroom psilocybin story uh, if you guys don't know about mushrooms, they are a naturally occurring hallucinogen, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Terrence McKenna was really big on them. If you guys don't know about him, you can give him a little research. Uh, he was an interesting guy. He, he was very big on them. Uh, there's been a handful of people who have had life-changing experiences that I know, uh, that I personally heard of from this, from this, um, hallucinogen. So I want to tell you a specific story, a very intense one, about when I, uh, quote-unquote, met the devil. So, essentially, I was with a group of friends uh, from that I knew I was... Hmm, how old was I when I did this? I was probably about 19, maybe, 18, 19. Uh, I'm 27 now, so this has been a while, so my memory is a little bit hazy. That's from the head injury my head injury causes my memory to be a little bit weird when it comes to uh particularly like actual memories of stuff that i have done uh that's a different podcast that i'm going to be doing i'll be talking about anxiety and depression uh coupled with my tbi my, my traumatic brain injury but onto a more positive note we're gonna get right into this uh so essentially i was with a group of friends and we were we had decided that we wanted to take some mushrooms. Uh, so I, uh, I got mine separately from my friends. They got theirs, their, their mushrooms from a different person. I can't, I can't remember exactly who it was probably just some random drug dealer. I got mine from one of my friends, uh, who was dealing drugs at the time. Uh, I don't want to want to give his name obviously for particular reasons, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, he sold me some mushrooms, and usually when you get mushrooms, the caps, which are like the the big round part on top of a mushroom, the caps, uh, those usually are about the size of maybe a quarter, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit smaller, maybe a nickel, you know what I mean? But these ones, these were all really tiny mushrooms, okay? So they were all very, very small, only about like an inch or two, maybe maybe two and a half inches tall the caps were very small as well like none of them were bigger than like the head of a dime like the size of a dime um essentially none of them were even that big um and i had about three and a half four grams uh yeah at, at least an eighth at least an eighth which is 3.5 grams so i did not know this at the time 
I'm not 100% sure how correct this is, but I have read since then that mushrooms actually, they all essentially have the same amount of quote-unquote poison, the, 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 the psilocybin, the chemical that makes you hallucinate when they're when they're starting to grow and the differences in size is actually just um absorbing moisture and they're essentially like a sponge they get bigger but the amount of psilocybin in them doesn't really change drastically so me eating a bunch of tiny ones probably made me trip a lot harder than my friends at least according to like what was happening to me uh in comparison to them so i take them uh, a little bit before my friends do just because I had mine a little bit sooner, they were waiting for them, and I was getting anxious, and I just, oh, I really wanted to eat them, and I'm just eating them, munching them, and uh, luckily, like, sometimes they can taste really bad, but luckily, these ones just tasted like the shell of a sunflower seed, if you've ever accidentally or purposefully, like, chewed on a sunflower seed shell, you just, it tasted exactly like that, that's, that's particularly what I remember, and so, about 20 minutes later, they got theirs, they ate theirs, uh, and I, I started to feel stuff around 30 minutes, 45 minutes in. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, uh, but I have a very fast metabolism, and that's what I have heard. It contributes to the fact that I, I start tripping very quickly uh, when, I ha when I eat these. Because every single time I've ever had mushrooms, I, I started tripping f way sooner than my friends. I started feeling them a lot quicker, and I think it has to do particularly with my metabolism. It's what I've been told as well. So I take these mushrooms... 20, 30 minutes in, they get theirs, I start feeling it a little bit, and if you know, if you've ever taken mushrooms and the feeling about, before you even start tripping, you're just anxious, you just want it to start, you're just like, I need to get this going, like, we need to do this already, come on, come on, come on, let's get this started, uh, and then once it starts, it's like a warm, fuzzy feeling inside, I don't know how it is for other people, but for me, like, I start feeling warmth from the inside, start to grow out. Uh, it essentially starts in my solar plexus and it starts to grow out and spread and spread and the warmth keeps spreading until it's covering my entire body and there's a slight buzz in the air and in in my body just a little just nothing intense just like a nice little buzz of comforting feeling it's very interesting and so I started looking in the mirror and this happens to me every single time I trip. I like to look in the mirror because it freaks me the fuck out. And I know, like, a lot of people can't handle that kind of stuff. But, like, I've always embraced the fact that this is just a trip. I'm not, nothing bad's going to happen. Most likely nothing bad's going to happen. You just got to ride it out and enjoy the process. So, I look in the mirror. And my face looks really old. And I look, it, it's, it's very weird. Like, I look a lot older. I'm just kind of, it just kind of weirded me out and I start touching my hair and it feels like my hair is falling out when I'm grabbing it and pulling it even though there's like I look at my hand there's no strands coming out it just feels like my hair is falling out and I'm getting older and I'm getting older and older and it's so weird and it's starting to trip me out a little bit I'm starting to get a little bit anxious like why what's happening so I stop I stop looking at the mirror stop looking at the mirror and I go and sit down on my friend's bed and at this time, my friend's bed was kind of broken. You know how there's like metal, sometimes they'll have the metal bars that go across on a, uh, on your bed frame uh, to support the mattress? A couple of those were broken, so his bed would sink in a little bit. And I sit down, and immediately, I'm not there anymore. I mean, of course, I'm there, because it's not fucking magic. I'm not just disappearing anywhere, but I'm, my mind isn't there anymore. And so, funny enough... Uh, I start, it feels like I'm starting to fall, and I can see 
up where the bed is okay so like i'm laying down looking up and it makes it i, I start hallucinating that i'm falling down and there's stuff all around me. The best way to ex to explain it is exactly like the scene in Alice in Wonderland where she's falling down the rabbit hole. So that exact type of thing is happening. There's black all around me. I see a couple of objects falling with me that I recognize from my friend's room. It's really, really weird. Uh, I'm falling, I'm falling, I'm falling, and then boom, I hit the ground. It doesn't hurt, obviously, um, because it didn't really happen. Like, I, I just hit the ground. And... While I'm laying on my friend's bed, if I if I wasn't in this like weird state of blackness and a hole, um, I would remember that there was a huge white sheet hanging down from his ceiling that had like a little part in the middle, and I guess that manifested into my trip. And so I saw that while I was all blackness around me, except for this one sheet, this white sheet, and it starts to open up. And as it opens up, there are flames but not like overt flames it's more like if you've ever seen lava flowing around in hawaii like you know that there's extreme heat and it is very dangerous <laughs> but it looks beautiful and it's calming and so these open up and it's the gates of hell it the white sheets turn to the gates of hell and it opens up and I see some kind of humanoid type looking person thing walking towards me. And I'm kind of freaking out, okay? Obviously, I'm a little bit weirded out by this. But of course, I remember this is just a trip. I need to go on along for the ride and enjoy myself. So I embrace it and I kind of, in, in my mind, in, in, in my mind's eye, this whole thing that's happening, I stand up and I start talking to him. I'm like, hi, who are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm the devil the devil and i was like oh fucking shit this is crazy uh and so i started talking to him and he's like you ready to go and i was like what do you mean he's like are you ready to go it's your time and i was like oh fucking shit really and it started freaking me out a little bit a little bit more but then again you need to be calm in these situations if you never have tripped and you were thinking about doing it you have to remember that it's not real maybe it is but most likely it's not real uh like we don't really understand like what happens when you uh when you take these these hallucinogens, some people think that you cross planes, cross dimensional planes and everything like that. You never know. I, I don't fucking know either. Life is pretty wild, but all I know is it was super vivid. This was intensely vivid, and I'm walking with, with the devil. We're just walking and talking. Um, we're particularly revisiting different points in my life, things that I had done, things that I am not proud of, things that I am proud of, or that I, that I, like, things that I am, things that I, yeah, things that I am proud of, uh, sorry, I'm a little bit, a little bit high, <laughs> but, yeah, just different things that I am and am not proud of that I've done in my life, like, such as, like, just, just, um, being mean to people, like, I, I used to, uh, I, I was, for those of you guys that don't know, I was in a car accident when I was really young, had um, traumatic brain injury, and I have very intense swing mood swings. Um, this is one of the telltale signs of like a TBI, traumatic brain injury, is that you sometimes will irrationally uh, get angry and have intense emotions like this, and I used to do that a lot more. I'm, I'm better at controlling it now. I, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect or anything like that, uh, but it's, it's a contributing factor to my anger problems is my head injury and so 
we're revisiting stuff like that, but we're also revisiting like times where I'm being a great person and I'm helping other people out and everything like that. And so we're just going over this stuff. And as we're talking about all of this, he turns to me and we're walking and he, uh, he looks at me and he's like, is this what you want? Is this, uh, is this what you want, where you want to end up? So essentially he was asking me like, if I continued on the path that I was. And so at that, at that time, I will admit to you guys, because this is not stream, stream or anything like that. I, I, I may or may not have been selling drugs. It was just weed and stuff like that. And then occasionally some like ecstasy pills, if I could get on, um, get a hold of them. And just because there was, it was so lucrative. It was just a, a very easy way to make money and I didn't like to work. I still don't like to work, obviously, because I'm making a podcast and streaming to try to make revenue. <laughs> Normal jobs just have never really seemed like the thing for me. So that's how I was deciding I was going to make money in, in my early college years. That's how I was going to make money. It was very easy. And yeah, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I'm not ashamed of it. Like, it's just how it is. It's just the way that life is. So... He was asking me if that's the if I wanted if I continue he was essentially saying like if I continued on this path that I was going down I was going to I was going to lose myself and essentially end up there quote unquote um I don't know if there's actually like I don't believe whether or not there is or isn't like an actual hell or heaven or anything like that but the way that I took it is like I was going to be going down a road down a path that I didn't want to be be a part of because I had already started to see some of my friends become drug addicts particularly with heroin and uh I think that was the beginning of my my inner mind like you know what I mean my subconscious like telling me that I needed to get out of this situation and not be a part of these people's lives anymore because they were going down the wrong path and you you are who you surround yourself with you know what I mean like you you are your friends are a representation of yourself and vice versa I am a very firm believer in that and so having him or most likely my own subconscious like put me through this and to talk to me like this and to be very honest uh I think was very important at that time but at the same time where I'm having this life-changing experience and to a lot of people it's very scary like talking to the devil or whatever like that's that's not something that a lot of people want to do I am like mumbling and I'm not there, obviously, because I'm seeing all of this transpire. Like, I am talking and walking with the devil. But in reality, in our dimension, whatever you guys want to say, I was still sitting on my friend's bed, fucking apparently mumbling to myself, talking about the devil, and, like, how I was hanging out with the devil, and, like, just and apparently freaking my friends out. So they, like, shake me out of it, and I come out of it, and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm just kind of like didn't know what was going on, like, I'm back in, in quote-unquote reality, like, where I was, like, in my friend's room, and they're like, you were just talking about the devil and shit, and I was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and then I just lay back down, and I am immediately back down there with him, and he's like, you, you good? You okay? And he, it's really weird, like, he's concerned about me, and it's not the normal representation of the devil that a lot of people see that like like enjoys torturing and wants to wants to and like like revels in the fact that he is quote unquote the devil and is the the punisher of humans and other things like that. It wasn't like that, um, particularly in my trip. It was more 
concern and caring about me as a person so like like showing me what I was doing wrong where it was leading and how I could change it essentially and this is not not the first time that I've had something like this happen except for the last time it was on LSD and it was if you've ever seen the Lion King uh, the part where Mufasa talks to Simba and he's literally a cloud that happened to me. Mufasa came and talked to me. It was crazy. It was intense. But that's another drug story. Um, he, yeah. So, so I'm just like I'm, I'm. I'm talking. This isn't the first time that, that this has happened to me. Uh, and it, it's just it feels like genuine concern for who I am as a person, where I'm going, and it's really weird. It's really weird. I had never really felt anything like that. It felt, it legitimately felt like a higher power, something that is beyond my control, having a general sense of urgency that I was down, going down the wrong path and then it needed to change. It was very, very weird. Very, very, very weird and extremely hard to explain. But if you've had an experience like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so I go back down He's asking me if I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We still, we, we continue talking and everything like this. And, and again, like particularly this one part where he's like, is this where you want to end up? Is this where you want to go? And I don't think it was a literal translation of like, oh, like you do bad things. You're going to go to hell. But it's more like putting myself into my own hell with um, drug use and spiraling into depression and other things like that, which it, which are coupled. Depression and drug, and drug use go hand in hand a lot of the times. And so for for me to have this revelation really helped i mean it's obviously not obviously because i haven't really told you guys but like for at that particular time it didn't jolt me out of what i was doing but it t started taking me into the right steps and within three years from this trip i was a teacher so i definitely t changed my life around uh but it wasn't immediate it usually never is immediate it's gonna take some time you're gonna have to figure some stuff out and you honestly kind of got to get a little bit lucky i got lucky uh, when it came to becoming a teacher, uh, so it was it was very nice that I was able to get myself out of that situation. But yeah, back to this. So I'm walking with him, he's asking me these questions about like what I want to do, essentially like like a therapy session, um, what what I wanted to do with my life, how I was going to be doing it, like what I wanted to change, how I was going to change it, and other things like that. And yeah, it was. It was really intense. It's hard it's hard to fully explain the feeling when a quote unquote like higher being, which could just be like the manifestation of my my consciousness or anything like that, um, essentially being disappointed in you. Um, it was really weird. It was very, very weird. But it definitely helped me help set me on the track to become a better person and I don't think I would be where I'm at in life. Um in a headspace and talking and doing podcasts and uh, being a content creator on Twitch, I don't think I would be here without this particular trip. I think there's a good chance that I would have fallen deeper into being a drug dealer, deeper into like this hole of drug use and numbing myself and not dealing with the problems from my past without this one particular trip. I think this it was a very life-changing thing for me and anytime, and so anytime I hear somebody talk about wanting to have a mushroom trip or something like that, I encourage it, especially if you're curious. I'm not going to tell somebody to go do it, obviously, because it's not for everyone. But if you are curious and you do it in the right place and you're in the right mindset and you're ready to learn and you're ready to grow, 
I think it's very, very beneficial for a lot of people. It, because it was for me. Every single mushroom trip that I've had has been very beneficial. Like I had this one where I was, where, where it helped send me in the right direction for life. There was another one where I've always been very scared of death and other things like that, like that are coupled with it, like people dying around me because I've had so many, so much death around me. For those of you that do not know, my brother died when I was very young. I was eight years old. He was about five. He was about to turn six. He passed away after a car accident. That's one. Of the, that's the reason that I have this traumatic brain injury. Uh, when it comes to the um, like uh, that other trip, like I accepted death for myself and for others, and that it may or may like that. This other trip that I'm talking about, which I will talk about, it essentially made me believe that death isn't the end of it. Not that there's, like, this rainbow cotton candy type shit that's going to happen after you pass away, but that our consciousness moves on to something different, something that we can't fully explain. I don't know. But after that that one trip, I definitely had that. Uh, I had that feeling that we're not... It just doesn't turn off. It's just not a light that turns on and off. It's a continuation. And so this this trip, coupled with that one, reinforced that. Not not just because um, I'm quote-unquote talking to the devil and other things like that, but just uh, the feeling that consciousness is a continuation and it is always it's like energy it, it's never dissipated it's only it's only changed uh and and manifest like you can't destroy energy or, or like, you know what i mean like it, it just whatever that fucking quote is i'm all high now uh you, it, it just changes and it can be redirected and so that's that's what these these mushroom trips had uh, really done for me and then particularly this one because of my other past experiences with it but i'm talking with him for a while uh we're just going over the a lot of the stuff that i've that i've been talking about like decisions i've made in life and whatnot and then i uh i kind of come to but before i come to he he essentially wishes me well and he (laughs) it was really interesting uh we're just like talking and he's like oh it's time for you to go and i was like wait 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 wait, what 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 it's not time to go yet like i'm still i still have things that i feel like i need to learn we have to talk more and i gotta i gotta i gotta figure more stuff out and he's like no it's time for you to go uh and he essentially just like wishes me well i can't remember the exact exact wording or anything like that but he he tells me goodbye and then i come back and my friends are still tripping not as hard as me obviously because they were able to be coherent in what was going on uh but yeah we're all still tripping having a good time and then uh we we, uh we look at we were watching a movie uh austin powers gold member and if you have ever tripped or anything like that sometimes you'll have shared hallucinations with people which you'll all see the same thing at the same time and it's really weird and we all saw his neck just get really fat like fat bastard and then like slurp back up like just just constrict back up it was really fucking weird it was really really weird and we all saw it at the same time and just laughed our asses off and the rest of the night we were listening to uh infected mushroom which is like this band that is particularly for just listening to when you're tripping and helping with like a trip and just crazy crazy stuff and uh i'll always have a love in my heart for infected mushroom because of that night um it was essentially the soundtrack to the to the moment that changed my life and I'm very grateful for this particular trip. Um, a lot of people just use it recreationally. They use drugs, particularly 
hallucinogens like LSD and mushrooms just to kind of have a good time and to not be in that same headspace. But I think I think I was very lucky to have such profound experiences while taking these drugs that made sure I didn't continue down the path that I was on. Because around this time, it was like... I, I think it was when I was 18 because I don't think my dad had died yet. My dad died when I was 19 and uh, it sent me into a spiral. I was drinking uh, every day and that's how he died. He, he uh, drank himself to death, cirrhosis of the liver. His liver just shut down and, and uh, he passed away. Um, and I was heading down that same path, I think. And these types of experiences helped keep me grounded and to understand that that's not the only way. Um, you don't have to just drown your sorrows in in a bottle of liquor or whatever your drug of choice is. Um, you can face them and you can get past them. And I think it's very important for me to talk about this stuff um, just because I've talked to other people who have had these types of experiences, not particularly with hallucinogens, but being in dark places and struggling to get out. And I'm not saying that mushrooms are the way to do it, but they can help because they help break down these walls and these barriers that you have built up for yourself. And I did that a lot. And fortunately, I was able to break those down and face a lot of the negativity and the mistakes that I had made in my past. And because of that, I am here today and I didn't end up doing the very dark things that I had thought of. I ha- like I will tell you guys, I have struggled with uh, suicide and depression. I still struggle with depression, but definitely not suicidal anymore. Uh, I'm very lucky that I have gotten past that, but it's very important to confront it and you can't really confront it with all those walls built up around the problem and mushrooms were a thing that helped me break down those walls so I could look the problem in the face and get past it now I know this is <laughs> this has gotten a little bit uh, intense but I like I said I think it's important for me to talk about this stuff because particularly brain injuries PTSD depression, anxiety, all these things that I have, they are very prevalent in today's society. And for people to hear that you can get past these very intense life-changing situations, such as death of a family member very close, my brother, my dad, my grandpa, who was who was more of a dad than my dad was to me than ever, and and my grandma, all of these three, the three, my grandpa, my dad, and my grandma all died within a year of each other. My my dad died, then uh, then my grandma died, and then my grandpa died, and uh, it was all all very close. Not my grandma and grandpa weren't married. It was one. On, my grandpa was on my dad's side, and my grandma was on my mom's side, and they were both of those. My grandma and my grandpa were very very big influences on the person that I am today and I thank them every single day for teaching me those types of things and I think it's important to have those types of role models but not everybody is so lucky and so if I'm able to help somebody's day 
just with my Twitch stream or my podcast, talking about my issues, I think it's I think it's worth it. Just helping one person deal with the shit that they're going through. I think it's worth it for all the stuff that I've been through. Because not everybody is going to be able to be as strong. And to see that somebody else can get through it and can be that strong is a good motivation and a good it's a good focal point. It's good something to focus on. And I'm not perfect. I'll never admit to you guys that I'm perfect. But I'm trying trying to do my best to be perfect I'll never succeed but I think that's what we all need to strive to do is to be our perfect selves and you may not ever reach it I don't think anybody can ever be perfect but you have to strive for that so yeah I think this is a good place to end that um I know this this is is my first one so I'm getting used to doing these solo podcasts where I'm just kind of rambling about situations in my lives and experiences in my life and experiences but i'm gonna continue these i think i really like them and uh let me know if you enjoy these uh in the comments on my twitter page twitter slash thc donor whatever twitter.com there's thc donor or if you leave a comment i read all the comments about the podcast there's only a couple but i read all of them and i appreciate everything that everybody does to support me listening to the podcast, watching my stream, everything like that. I wouldn't be here where I am without your guys' support and your guys' kind words about my content. So if you enjoy these, let me know. I'll continue them. If you don't like them, honestly, I don't give a shit. Most likely, I'm going to continue anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my first drug story about one of the most and intense experiences of my life i really appreciate everybody who's listened to the end i know it's a long rambling about me just talking about going and uh hanging out with the devil but yeah i really appreciate everybody and everything that y'all do for me much love bye